0: If you feel sorry for yourself or have any f***ing doubt what's going to happen from here on out, then f***ing don't be a part of it. I get it. It's tough. We're not winning. Everyone's had a bad f***ing play. So is every f***ing other person here. If you feel sorry for yourself, who the do you expect has confidence with? At most, have a week together. At least, have three days together. And then we're back to our boring lives. And for some of you guys that don't play on LL, you have to wait 200 more days until you can compete. Until you can be a f***ing man. You're going to go through your everyday life, you're going to go to your 9-to-5, you're going to do your lacrosse lessons, and you're going to f***ing miss this. So if there's any doubt in your head, or you feel any f***ing sorry for yourself, feel sorry for yourself in a f***ing week, because you'll have 200 days to recover from it. Are we good? Yeah. All right, here we go. Last one, three. One, two, three. What is up, bros? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to The Crease Dive. Today is Wednesday, August 5th. And the PLL Championship Series semifinals are set. Uh, So real quick, today will be a solo episode from your boy here. Uh, We are, and by we, I mean me, uh, recording this. It's, uh, I guess, technically it's Wednesday morning or Tuesday night. You know, the uh, Tuesday triple headers, the elimination round games have just ended uh so you know these games ended a little bit late jay couldn't make this recording uh so you just have to hear me ramble on for a little while here so sucks to suck but hey you're listening anyway uh but yeah elimination round tuesday night triple header and this one started off with a goddamn bang uh and the first and i guess the only upset the elimination round now here's the thing okay i i need you guys to listen here on paper before this tournament started the chaos beating the chrome in an elimination round game should not have been an upset all right so like right now the the chaos twitter account whoever right I, i bet you're listening to this right now whoever is running the chaos twitter account I need you to pipe down real quick, okay? Because this wasn't chaos against the world. This wasn't everyone counting you guys out. This wasn't anyone saying you couldn't do it. Um, the you guys just stunk for the first four games of this tour of this tournament, um, you know, so you didn't really give anyone a reason to believe during this tournament that you, you'd come away in the elimination round and finally get things clicking. But on paper, before the tournament started, yeah, everyone had you guys as one of the best teams in, in the championship series. Um, so I don't know, like it just, it sucks because the chaos there's a very good, there's a very good chance that the chaos end up playing seven games this tournament, and we should have got the offense that we saw yesterday against the Chrome for all seven of them. But now we'll only get to see them for these three elimination round games. Um, now, what the the crazy thing here? All right, so maybe not so crazy that the chaos were able to come out top of the the Chrome had a great round robin. Don't get me wrong, they played. Great round robin. I think that Mack O'Dette brought a lot of energy to that team. I thought that Jordan Wolf was an absolute stud. I thought that Justin Gutterding was an absolute stud. I thought that Rannigan had a hell of a tournament. Um, but, you know, they're, they're still... They were still the the worst team in the league last year. And, yeah, like, they had some really good games here. But there are still some flaws on this team that were very, very notable during this game against Chaos. Um But, you know, so it wasn't the final score of this wasn't all too surprising. How we got here, though, that is the surprising part, because what we saw out of the chaos offense was completely different than anything we've seen in the previous four games and anything that we've seen uh, within the past two years. And that is that Connor Fields was stapled to the bench, Uh, essentially a healthy scratch for this game. Didn't see the field at all. And that very much seemed to be a coach's decision. Um, and, you know, if if you listen to Andy Towers during his mid-game interviews or you listen to any of the uh, other, uh, you know, chaos o- offensemen, um, you know, the, the whole time all they kept talking about is, yeah, you know, we're, we're moving the ball around. Everyone's getting touches, distributing the ball well, um, playing good team offense. It all seemed to be pretty much saying, like, hey, like, Connor Fields, yeah, great player, unbelievable talent, but for some reason or another, the ball just kind of gets stuck in his stick for a while, and we're not able to really get our offense going when that, when that you know there's only one ball out there and there's six guys right. Everyone needs to get their touches. Um, you know, guys like Dane Smith and Austin Stotts, they they bring a lot to this team to this offense, but they can't do anything if they don't have the ball in their stick. Um, so, you know, you take fields out of this offense and, and on paper that, you know, you're saying to yourself, what in the fuck is Andy towers doing? Is this man looking to be out of a job by the time that September rolls around? Um, but no, I mean, you know, Dane Smith had a, had a hat trick in this game. Uh, Austin Stott's had like, Two huge goals in this game. I think he had one goal in the round robin. He comes in and he had like two goals in the span of like 30 seconds in this one. Um, Josh Byrne, huge game. Jake Fercaro, just, you know you know that he's wanted those two bombs all tournament long, and he finally gets a couple of them to drop in this game. So, I mean, this chaos offense, they were eating. A 19-14 to 14 final. Yeah, the 14 might be a lot to give up, um, but, you know, when you're scoring on, like, every single possession, you can afford to give up 14 goals. Um, you know, and, and the two bombs there from Forcaro are obviously, like, you see how that's a game changer. You see how... You know, just one shot now adding to the lead by even one more goal just changes the entire complexion uh, of the game. So, um, but this offense, I mean, they were getting contributions from pretty much everyone that was on the field. So, again, Byrne with a hat-trick, Ficaro with a couple two-bombs, Dane with a hat-trick, Stotts with a couple goals, uh, Miles Thompson with a couple goals, Curtis Dixon had a goal or two. Um, You know, these guys this offense was snapping and now you gotta, you gotta wonder what happens on Thursday uh, when the chaos now have to take on the archers is, is Connor fields is, is he essentially done for, for the tournament? Um, let's say, I, I mean, like if you watch this game, I don't know how you can go into Thursday and change the game plan at all. Like if you watch the way that, that this team and this offense operated, you you can fuck with that. You can say, "Okay, Connor, like I f- I feel bad that we hurt your feelings that we didn't play you against the Chrome. Here, you can go back in and then you guys get back to a stagnant offense that got you guys zero wins in the first four games of the round robin. That that's not anything against Connor. Like obviously, everyone knows that Connor Fields is a fucking beast. He's a certified weapon. He is so goddamn good and he's the guy who you want with the ball in his stick. But maybe right now it's just not working. And, and and it's not like, hey, you know, chaos or they got to they got to trade Connor Fields because it's never going to work. No, it's just not working right now. Um, so, I, I mean, I think you have to at least start with with how this you know with how you went into this game against the chrome and you know if, if things start to you know fall apart a little bit as you're playing the archers then yeah then then you can throw connor fields into the mix that's a pretty good substitute to be able to throw out there um but yeah i, I just think you you kind of have to start with them on the bench which is a wild to say preposterous to say but that's what the pll is it, it's it's Just total chaos and anarchy. Um, No pun intended on the chaos, but a little bit intended. Um, Also, huge, huge game out of Blaze Riordan um, and just huge tournament for him ever since that first uh, game against the Chrome. So, you know that there was so much revenge that went into this game for Blaze specifically, Um, you know, because outside of that one game against the Chrome, you know, he was really this team's only shining star throughout the entire tournament right like most of this team total dud for the for all of the tournament besides you know this game against the chrome you know those first four round robin games offense looked dog shit defense looked dog shit um you know but blaze was the only one you know he had that one game where he had 25 saves so you know for blaze to then avenge that one terrible game not even a terrible game i still think he had a great game that first go around against the chrome maybe not a great game but he still had a very good game um but it's just the fact that you know the things kind of fell apart there towards the end and then you add on gaudette just chirping you to death um and the optics of it just weren't great but you know blaze came out had a huge game um huge pre-game speech to get the boys fired up so I mean, I think right now Blaze has all those boys ready to go to war for him. Um, So, Archer's tough, tough break because you really didn't want this offense to figure it out. You didn't want this offense to get hot because this is the offense that everyone was expecting to see. And when everyone was expecting to see this offense, everyone expected the Chaos to be one of the best teams in this league. And it, it happened. You know, you guys the the Chrome the Chrome let the chaos get hot and now everyone else has to pay for it so if the Archers end up getting upset on Thursday from the chaos they have no one to blame but the Chrome for letting them stick around um, the second game of th- this game was. I got to be like this this was a good game where if if you had like a late dinner or you wanted to like take the dog out for a walk or something you could kind of step away from the TV a little bit and you'd come back and you know 20 30 40 minutes later you wouldn't really miss much um not my favorite game of all time Redwood's first water dogs the 4-5 game uh I mean I guess you could say it was a defensive battle maybe like sure like the defense has played pretty well but I just I don't know I, I don't think that either of these teams really have a great offense and they they certainly don't have like like that guy right like you know we we'll talk about it later you know with this Atlas Archers game but like atlas have a, a guy rob pinnell who can just go like you can count on it. it's like hey we like we need a spark we need something to happen go um archers have a guy like tom schreiber hey we need a spark we need something to happen go um redwoods and water dogs like yeah like they have great players like Ryder Garnsey, great player uh ryan drenner great player matt Cavanaugh great player connor kelly great like but i don't like n- none of them are really like uh Hey, like my team needs me right now. I'm going to make something happen, no matter what. And I and like I know that it's my responsibility to do that, right? Like a lot of the, it it just seems like both of these offenses here, like people are just kind of look like okay, like is it my turn? I don't know. Do you want to go? Do should I go? Would you like to go? Like, it's just a little too passive. Um, and and that's why you know you get to. I mean, stretches of this game where there was really just not much going on. So an 11, eight final, um, miles Jones with, with a huge two bomb towards the end of the game there to really solidify that win for the Redwoods. Um, yeah, I mean, tough, tough go for the water dogs in their first quote unquote season. Um, but you know, they, they, at least they got that one overtime win under their belt, right? It would have been a real shame if they came out here and just lost five straight. Um, real quick, you know, as I'm, uh, recording this, you know, just got some people chiming in here on Twitter. Uh, Joe Keegan, friend of the program at Joe Keegs wants to know, was Connor Kelly's high bouncer, the highest high bouncer of all time? I'll hang up and listen. Uh, Joe Keegs. Yes. So I've had, uh, my stat people, um at elias sports bureau and as well as the sports science dorks um measure all of this out without a doubt the highest high bouncer of all time uh now for all you boys and girls at home I'm sure you already know right now, but if you are looking for directions on where you can find a high bouncer, it will always be in the back of the net. Connor Kelly obviously listens to the pod, knows what he's doing out there. And he put this bitch on the express lane all the way to the top bunk um, from two. Just just an unbelievable high bouncer from two. High bouncers will always go. Unfortunately, it was a little too little too late. Um, dogs actually uh ripped off two two bombs uh late in the game there to, to really make this one a game so rylan reese steps in bombs one connor kelly steps in high bouncer bombs one so um you know with those two two bombs it makes this one look a little closer than it was um but overall just not a very exciting game because neither team is really that exciting to watch um but yeah, so Redwoods will now they'll have the Whip Snakes on Thursday, and that's gonna that's just gonna be a tough go for them because, like we saw t- today, like they just don't really have an offense that can just go on a run, right? They have an offense that can be consistent throughout throughout a game. They have an offense that can be steady, but are they gonna go on a run where they just shit pump you for like five minutes straight? Not really. The whip Snakes with Matt Rambo and Zedzilla. Yeah. Um, but before we talk about those uh, semifinal matchups, real quick, we will talk about the third and final game from Elimination Tuesday. It was the Archers taking on the Atlas. And the first four minutes of this game, it looked like the Atlas were about to get boat raced. It looked like they were going to be sent on the next flight out of Utah by the time that the first quarter ended. Um, pretty sure it was like four goals right off the bat—just bang, 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 bang. Uh, you know, Ratliff to Manny, Schreiber to Schreiber to Schreiber to Schreiber. Um, you know, Tom Schreiber. I think he, he so he had five points in the first half alone. I think he might have ended with with 6 points or maybe 5 points like I don't know. Um but that first first quarter, first half for the archers unbelievable like that's the type of run that you need your offense to go on. Unfortunately for the archers and like they've showed this a few times before like they just don't sustain it very well. Um so you know when it looked like they were just going to shit pump the Atlas and like this one was going to be a just a an all-around dick kicking. Uh now they, they let the the Atlas stick around for a little while. Um and you know this one was pretty tight, like almost the entire besides those first four minutes, it was pretty tight the entire way. It never really felt that tight, like it always felt like the archers had the advantage there, but they just couldn't ever pull away after those first four minutes um part of the reason there is because tucker durkin big brothered the heck out of granament in that matchup um so both of these guys philly guys but you know tucker obviously a little bit older than than the rookie uh so you know he wanted to come in here he wanted to show up and be like hey like i'm I'm the head honcho around here. You're just the little twerp that was, you know, running around with a fiddle stick during half times of my games when I was in high school. Um, so Tucker Durkin comes in. I, I, he for sure detwigged Grant one of those times, another time. I think he, it must've just been a check that he landed that, that chopped the stick in half. Um, Grant meant had an assist on the night, but couldn't find the back of the net and Tucker Durkin just, uh, I mean, that right there, if you're looking for ways to stop this this offense, this Archer's offense, that's really your only option. Like, you have to have Tucker Durkin, and if you don't, then you can't stop the offense. Um, but, you know, what makes this offense so lethal is that they have so many weapons, right? So, you know, for this whole tournament so far, Granamence kind of been the guy. I mean, he's he's been getting the yeah, the seven-point night. Um, he's been the one that's making a lot of this stuff happen. He's getting shut off by, by not shut off, but just shut down by Tucker Durkin. He's not getting it done. Well, guess what? You still have Tom Schreiber on the roster, AKA the greatest lacrosse player on the planet right now. Um, so, you know, when you're not getting it out of grant, you're still going to get it out of Tom Schreiber. And if you're not getting it out of time Schreiber, it's probably not, he's probably hurt. Right. That's usually the only way that you're not going to get anything out of Tom is if he's hurt and not physically on the field. Um, but, you know, if you're not getting something out of Marcus Holman, you'll get it out of Will Manny. If you're not getting it out of any of those guys, you still have Ryan Ambler. You still have Joey Sankey. Like you still have all these guys who are able to contribute, put up numbers. So this is a deep, deep offense. But for some reason, they just they don't pull away. Um I don't know why that, I mean, every game so far for them has been decided by one possession. So it's either been a, a, a one or two goal game for all five of their games so far. Um, but real quick, hey, Drew Adams, unbelievable game out of Drew Adams in this one. Um, so, you know, the Archers, they've been splitting the goalies the whole tournament so far. And I hate that idea. I, I, I really do. Um, it's just... Like at this level, like you you need your guys to be, the games are so quick, um, you know you need your guys to get in there and be able to see the ball and be able to kind of settle themselves in between the pipes. Um, you know Drew Adams and Adam Gettleman, they're both they're both wily vets. All right, they both know what they're doing. It's not like they're they're not going to see any shot in these games that they've never seen before. Um, but still, it just seems like. For for games that are so quick and so short, um, the fact that you're gonna pull a goalie out after halftime and then throw a cold one in uh, for the second half when you need a win just it just seems weird to me. Uh, so Drew Adams gets the whole game in this one, mostly because Gettleman uh, came up with an injury. But so Drew Adams comes in, he plays the whole game, and you know, sure that you know the the Atlas get you know you get three or four out of Pinnell, you get three out of Kluche and tight. Um, but other than that, like there, he didn't really give up much of anything at all. He had a few big saves on Pinnell. Um, he had that one huge save right on, right at the, uh, the end of the shot clock. Pretty sure this was in the fourth quarter. Um, Right as Atlas were really starting to try to make a push to tie this one up on Eric Law, diving from behind the net. Huge kick save on that. Uh, so some some timely saves. And for, you know, a guy who it, it seemed like Gettleman was probably the most comfortable out of the two so far in this tournament. Um, but Drew Adams came in. He, he filled the role for the whole game. Few huge saves to, you know, he, when the Archers, when that offense couldn't pull away they didn't need to because they were still getting those saves from Drew Adams. So, uh, you know, huge game from him. And I, I think, you know, I think again, like you, you need to, they're going to have to stick with that on, on Thursday. Um, I just think in an, in an elimination game and a semi-final game, it just does not make any sense to go into a game with a game plan that, Hey, one of these go, you know, these goalies are only going to play a half. And like, that's the game plan, right? Like if you need to switch them out, at halftime because it's just not working then sure switch them out but you can't make that decision uh before the game um real quick and another so we've got uh jack at jack doc 39 for jenner's nickname being mr clutch he doesn't play in very many big games was stuck on the bench in the championship last year too um listen jenner's a beast jenner gets the job done but Jenner, just not in a great position this year, right? It's, it's a, it's a new team playing in a short tournament. These guys had six days of training camp to get used to each other. Then they only played five games. So, um, dogs offense was what, 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 what did you expect? Right. Um, I know in my heart, I thought, Hey, like, you know, maybe these guys can just catch fire real quick and they'd be real fun to watch. And, you know, they'll just be, you know, the boys will be awesome. But, that was in my heart. In my brain, in everyone's brain, what what would you expect? Right? Six days of training camp for a brand new team. It just wasn't a good scenario. Uh so let's let's let we gotta give Drenner all of twenty twenty one to retain the nickname Mr. Clutch. Um and you know, give give him a full season with the dogs. Uh but yeah, so that right there, that is the uh I guess I guess what quarterfinals of the PLL Championship Series. So the Chaos take down the Chrome nineteen to fourteen. The Redwoods take down the Water Dogs eleven to eight, and Archers take down the Atli eleven to nine. So that brings us into tomorrow, Thursday. I'm not quite sure if we have the the times for these games yet, but either way, the Thursday semifinal matchups we will have. Redwoods versus Whipsnakes. This is 2019 Championship rematch and also the rematch of the first game of the championship series. So that first game, as you might remember, a big 13 to 9 win for the Redwoods or for the uh for the Wolf. Man, you, you can it's it's late here, guys. It's real late. Right now, it's it's 1 16 in the morning. You're gonna have to forgive my brain for being a little being a little loopy. But first game of the championship series 13-9 win for the whip snakes over the redwoods and it just seemed like the the whip snakes were just kind of cruising right like they were just they just really chilled their way through that 13-9 win um and you know you, you thought hey like the redwoods have a lot on the line like they this is a revenge game for them after losing the championship last year uh, first game back here on NBC like the Redwoods have a lot to prove here they should probably have the emotional advantage in this one. Um, and you can tell like it looked like the whip snakes didn't give a single fuck about the Redwoods like they were just kind of again just just cruising out there and they still pulled away with a four goal win um now, They've had all this time to rest after having the bye to the semifinal and it's a winner go home scenario. So like, you know, they, sure, like they, they might still cruise a little bit, like just to conserve some energy for the championship. But they're going to have their fucking foot on the gas. You know, Rambo, you saw him have his foot on the gas uh, in that final game of the of the group play with a 10-point you know, day, 8 assists, just beating the fucking shit out of the Archers, 17-11. Um, so, like, these guys are out for blood now, right? They haven't lost a game in so long. They don't plan on losing anytime soon. Goal differential of 24 plus 24 there's only one other team in the league who had a positive goal differential beside and right now they'd be even so the chrome in group they had a a a positive five goal differential they lose by five today to the chaos so they yeah (laughs) they're the only team in the in the league right now with a positive goal differential and they're at plus 24 sick sick bastards um so whip snakes versus redwoods. Yeah, you got you got the revenge factor, I guess. You've got the rematch factor, I guess. It's always tough to beat the same team twice. I think the whip snakes are just so much better than pretty much everybody else in this tournament right now. Um, but especially the Redwoods, who again, they a consistently okay. Offense, right? Like you're, you're just not gonna get too many explosive runs out of them. Like you're, you're gonna get a two bomb from Miles Jones. You're gonna get a two bomb from Sergio. You're gonna get, uh, you know, a couple crazy goals out of Ryder and Matt Cavanaugh. But to go on multiple runs throughout the day to keep pace with the Whip Snakes offense, like again, it's it's gonna be like you can count on two goals and five assists out of, out of Matt Rambo. And like four of those assists will be to Zed Williams, which means that Zed Williams will have five goals himself. So I don't know. You do, you do the math on that one. I just don't see any way that the Redwoods are going to be able to keep pace with the whips, with the whip snakes, especially if Joe Nardell is winning every faceoff and it just becomes make it, take it. And all of a sudden now, you know, the whip snakes won't need to rely on two bombs because they're going to score, get the ball right back. When our wins a face off score again, there's your two bomb right there. Um, so yeah, that that's, I think that one, you know, maybe, maybe there's a chance that the redwoods come out a little bit, a little bit hotter than the whip snakes do. If you're a believer in like the rest versus rust debate. Um, but I don't know. Second half rolls around, whip snakes will be buzzing. That's game over. Uh, the archers and the chaos game. Now that right there, who in the fucking hell knows how this one is going to go? Because who knows what chaos offense we're going to get? If if we get the same chaos offense that we got against Chrome yesterday, this game is going to be back and forth. The entire time, and we could end up having 45 goals scored in this game. Um, now, in order for that to happen, the Archers' offense, like they can't go on any more droughts. That that's that's what they've been doing so far this tour. They go on an incredible run. They make you think, "Oh my God, they're going to put this team away so hard. This is going to get uncomfortable to watch of how much of an ass kicking this is." and then all of a sudden it just stops the goals just go away um, so that can't happen against chaos but you know especially when this chaos offense is snapping the way that it is um you know like and and defensively you know are the, are the archers really that big i don't like i'm trying to think about who is going to be able to step up and Take on like Austin Stotts dodging downfield with the head of steam and just barreling through you, your stick, your family, your soul, your life like everything that you've ever loved. Austin Stotts puts his shoulder down, runs right through it, and then finishes it off with a twister in the back of the net. Same thing with Dane Smith, Um, you know. And then if you're not getting run completely over by those two guys. Then you've got Josh Byrne going BTB to the crease. And then you have Miles Jones in there or Curtis Dixon with an easy dunk and finish. Um, so like this is the chaos offense that we've been dying to see. And now we finally get it against this archers offense, which is incredible to watch. But for like a few minutes of every game, just so incredibly frustrating. You know what it is? The archers, I I would need to look at the stats on this one, the 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 roster bios, but I'm positive that the archers have the smallest offense in the league, right? Joey Sankey, super small. Will Manny, super small. Gran Imah, small guy. Um, so they don't really have much of a window to throw the ball high, to right? Like, we've, we saw in the game last night against Atlas a lot of overthrown balls. Um, so, that right, like, now the chaos, they have some size. Curtis Dixon, big boy. Dane Smith, big boy. Um, Josh Byrne, pretty tall himself. So, that right there, I mean, we might need to get these guys in uh just some, just some man heels out there. Maybe add an extra inch or so to the, uh, to the cleat attachments because you can't afford to be turning the ball over with unforced turnovers if the chaos offense is clicking the way that it was yesterday, and then they're scoring a goal a clip. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. But the one thing that I I will say the archers have going for them right now is that. The Chaos scored 19 against Chrome on Tuesday, and now they have to go out and play Thursday. I'm a firm believer that every team has a finite amount of goals that they come into this tournament with. Did the Chaos just waste all of theirs against the Chrome? Should they have maybe had a 16 to 14 win, and then they would have an extra three goals to go into this Archers game with? Maybe. There's there's a good chance that they wasted all their goals a little too early on Tuesday when they should have saved a couple in the tank for Thursday. So that's that's one thing that they have going for them. Um, But this game's going to be incredible to watch. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be exciting Um, and just so many different styles of play. Um, You know, with I mean, oh my God, I'm I'm like. I'm, I'm i'm sorry for for everyone listening right now who has to but i am just nutting myself right now thinking about tom schreiber granted will manny josh burn curtis dixon dane smith austin Stotz. like this game is going to be insane um but yeah and then obviously the defensive guys too but guess what Jake's not on the podcast right now to remind me to talk about defense. I hate talking about defense. I'm a, I'm an offensive guy. That's where my mind always goes. That's where I'm always watching it. Like if I'm watching a lacrosse game, I'm watching the offense try to score. I'm not watching the defense try to stop the offense. It's just not the way that my brain works. So, um, Listen, we'll we'll make sure that Jake is awake for the next time that we record. So when we preview the championship game, then we'll talk more about defense then, but if it's just me, we're just going to be talking offense. Um But yeah, so that that right there, that's that's everything. So, um just a, a great night of lacrosse on on a, on a Tuesday. Uh a great triple header. Middle game, the Redwoods Waterdogs, a little bit of a letdown, but to see the Chaos offense come out and be the chaos offense that we wanted to see, incredible. Um, and then that the Archers Atlas game coming down to the wire back and forth for the majority of the game, that was also an incredible watch. Uh, so hey, we, we've got three games left, people. We've got two of these semifinal games on Thursday, and then we've got the championship on Sunday. Who knows? when we're going to be seeing meaningful field lacrosse being played again, right? The the 2021 college season, it's not a guarantee right now. No one really knows what's happening. So, you know, we've got three games to watch here. You better soak in every single second of these because there's a chance that that we could still be going a while before we get some actual lacrosse back in our lives so enjoy these three games uh thursday again i I don't think that we have the times out yet um maybe we do and i'm just an idiot and i didn't see it uh but we've got redwoods whipsnakes archers chaos same four teams from the semifinal last year um oh one last thing the uh the draft so with that loss, the Atlas have now secured the first overall draft pick in the 2021 draft. Then it'll go to the Waterdogs, and then it will go Chrome. So, listen, I I feel like you just pick up Rod Pinnell this year. First overall pick, like, you got to take the best available, and the best available will be Michael Sowers, but what do you do when you have Sours and Pinell- Like, they're the, they're the same thing. Um, so, I don't know. To me, that kind of sounds like we've got Water Dogs, Michael Sours, which sounds super, super spicy to me. Um, need that in my life. You put Sours on the Water Dogs, all of a sudden they have their guy that I was talking about earlier where it's like, a, hey, like you need a guy. Who's going to be the guy and knows that he's the guy? Sowers is that guy. So give me Sowers on the Water Dogs. But whatever you do, Paul, listen right now. You've got Rob Pinnell. Please do not hoard all the great ex attackmen. You don't need Michael Sowers as well. So leave him for the Water Dogs. Uh, Redwoods, Whip Snakes, Archers, Chaos we will see you beautiful people on friday morning so we will be recapping the thursday night games and we will also be previewing the uh pll championship series final on sunday august 9th so uh while we wait for the semifinal games to happen we are going to be keeping it low to high to the day we die we out real time, real time, real time, real- Jesus!